Hardy Har Har, episode 13 in October, which feels like this is probably going to be a cursed episode or at least a bad one. A so cursed episode? What was that? Yeah, mean? probably best if you're listening, you just stop listening. But no, don't do not do that. Uh, but hey, Christian, how you doing, man? I'm all right. How are you, Jake? Oh, it's Thursday afternoon, so, you know, my week's going okay. I can't complain too much, but uh, we got 13 games. We got a pick. That's 14. So it's one of those numbers. I don't know. I may have just missed one. Yeah, I think it was probably 14. Either way, it's all good. Um, yeah, it's, it's 14. All right, well, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to get started. I <laughs> yeah, have no interest to explore any other topics. All right, uh, I'm going to take that silence, that reservation, as it's time to kick it off. Starting with... The Broncos visiting the Patriots, obviously. Uh, this game was supposed to happen last week, but it got pushed because the Patriots were having some coronavirus issues. Coronavirus. Uh, so, Christian, what do you got for this game? Do you think the Patriots, despite all their struggles with, with this coronavirus, do you think they'll be fine, or do you see the uh, do you see the Broncos coming in and beating them? Um, if Cam Newton's playing for this in this game, I I'm gonna take Patriots all day. Uh, if um, uh, if Brian Hoyer or uh, uh, Jarrett Stidham play, then I'm going Broncos. We might get to see Drew Locke in this game, so that's you know Broncos. The Bron- Broncos fan base should be excited for that. But still, I I'm still gonna go with the Patriots. Maybe they get Stephon Gilmore back. I just think this Broncos team is is just isn't um isn't there yet. So I'm gonna go with Patriots. They have the better coach. Um, Cam is uh, Cam. So I th- I think this team plays better when Cam's on the field. Oh yeah, no doubt about that. There's there's no there's no other way to to put that. I agree. I'm also going the Patriots. I think both teams there's a real good chance they'll get their quarterbacks back this week but the Broncos still have a few injuries I, I am leaning Patriots regardless of whatever combination of quarterbacks plays I just the, really yeah the way the Titans responded makes me think maybe this you know dealing with the coronavirus isn't as much of a hiccup as maybe it seems like it could be which is weird to say but realistically if there's a team that can deal with it you know, you think it's the Patriots, just the way they run that ship. So if the Titans didn't struggle, I don't expect the Patriots to struggle. They also had a bye week. They had an extra week of prep, and the Patriots after bye weeks are amazing. So I'm going with the Patriots regardless of who plays quarterback for them. And this is also the biggest spread of the week, or tied for the biggest spread, I should say. The Patriots are favored by 10 points. So I will not be betting on this game. I'll be staying away from that, but interesting spread there. So... You ready to move on to the Texans and the Titans, though? Yeah. All right. Staying in the AFC, it's a division game, an AFC South game. Texans visiting the Titans. Titans obviously coming off of that big win, even though they will have a bit of a short week. They played on Tuesday, and they had a turnaround to play on Sunday. But they are at home, so that helps the Texans coming off their first win of the season. Christian, what do you got on this game? You think the Texans uh, can continue this, I guess, win streak they're on? Yeah, I believe so. Um, the Texans? I, I, I mean, oh, sure I, thought you said, I thought you said the Titans. Well, the Titans also got a win streak, but you're going Titans. Yeah, I'm going Titans. Okay. I don't okay. think this – I mean, they, the Texans, yeah, they beat up on uh, a bad Jags team that's uh, still 
looking like they need to uh, put some pieces, or they still are missing some pieces on their team. Uh, seeing what the Titans did to the Bills uh, this past Tuesday, I was I'm like, man, they look they look pretty good, especially after not having <clears throat> missing week, weeks of days of practice. So. I believe I I like this Titans team. I think Derrick Henry is gonna have a big game because the Texans really don't have much of a rush defense. And then once uh, Derrick Henry gets going, Ryan Tannehill can run play action off of that. AJ Brown's back for their receiving core. Johnny Smith's been playing well. They're tight end. I think Adam Humphreys might be injured for for this game, so if they get him back they could uh this receiving court could get a bit better but they, they really handled that bills team which i thought was one of the best teams in the afc and the texans are kind of um, are one of the worst teams in the afc so I, i'm i'm picking titans will roll i mean this i will mm. say this will be a division game so i maybe shouldn't say roll but i think the yeah, titans should have at least would should, at least should win this game by one or two possessions yeah, you're you're on the same track as me in a lot of ways. I'm also leaning the Titans. I just don't the Texans. I'm glad they got that win against Jacksonville last week. But quite frankly, if Tuesday is any indication of what this Titans team is, I don't know how much I'm going to be picking against the Titans uh, in the upcoming weeks. I, I think say, they play the know, Chiefs, they, but outside of that, they're uh, having like what like a four or five game, uh, four four or five day turnaround. So that could be a factor, but. Nah. It, it, yeah, that's a that's a fair. I mean, it's it's a division game too, so you, you, that factor is there. The Titans are favored by three and a half, so yeah, that, that spread that, like that it sense. it it calls to me. Like I really like that spread, but <laughs> I don't know. It's a division game, and not only that, I thought the Titans would roll the Vikings if you remember and pick them to win big. I bet on that game, and they won by a point. Didn't even cover the two and a half spread. So I am also leaning towards wanting to say they're going to roll this team, but. I'm not going to go that far. I'll just say they win, and I'll abide by my rule and not bet it because of the division game. So, but Houston on the come up, you know, they, they got a chance to win two straight. I kind of hope they do. I'd like to see them maybe t- salvage the season into something. The Titans, they got enough wins. They can take a loss, but no, I, I do I, think I the Titans the, will win. I need the Texans to lose these games because we do have their uh, pick. So I need the uh, Texans. Oh, we, the Dolphins. Okay, do well, no, that's pick. fair. That's a totally <laughs> legitimate reason to root against the Texans. Then, okay, no, I feel that. But uh, staying again in the AFC, going to another division though, the Browns visiting the Steelers, Ooh. probably the marquee matchup of this conference this week. Uh, the Browns, obviously, they're on a four-game win streak. They lost Week One and they've won all of them since. Yes. The Steelers also undefeated. Browns will not have Nick Chubb though. So that maybe makes this a little bit more interesting. Christian, who do you got here? You think the Steelers hold uh, their home field advantage, or you think the Browns get an upset? Man, uh, well, when I'm looking at this matchup, I think it's going to be which uh, off which line plays better. Uh, the Steelers have the number one pass rush grade, according to Pro Football Focus, at 82.9. The Browns have the best pass blocking grade. Uh, with an 87.9 so those two matchups are going to be really key on which team has success um hmm, looking at this game I think I'm gonna go Steelers uh I think if the Steelers can create pressure for Baker I think Baker's gonna struggle throw some costly interceptions and Big Ben's playing great I think he has 
10 touchdowns, only one interception. So uh, the Steelers are going to take that if Big Ben's not going to throw the ball away. And I think they have a serviceable uh, running game. Not the best, but I think it can get them in really key uh, third manageable downs. Um, I will say, though, for the Browns, they do have uh, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett could cause some problems for the Steelers. Uh, could maybe force some uh, bad throws from uh, Ben Roethlisberger, but I just think this Steelers team is more f- focused, and there's no distractions in that locker room. I think they can just go out there and play, and they're playing pretty great. You know, their rookie uh, Chase Claypool, you know, he had a big game, so expecting to see big thing for him to continue his development, and yeah. What what do you have, Jake? So to me, I think the marquee matchup in this game is most definitely the Browns' rushing attack versus the Steelers' front seven. Both are ranked number one, respectively, uh, the Browns' rushing offense and the Steelers' rushing defense. It's ranked number one analytically and statistically pretty much across the board. Uh, That said, I am going Steelers, and I'm going Steelers just for the fact that while I think that rushing attack is probably going to be a push, I may even lean towards saying Browns win that matchup up front. I am saying the difference between Big Ben and Baker will be kind of exposed here because it's not like the Browns have a great defense on the back end. And ba- they, Ben Roethlisberger is a serviceable. veteran I will say, though. It's they, serviceable, but it's you're tricking like, middle-of-the-pack quarterbacks or younger quarterbacks. You're not getting by Ben Roethlisberger. Um, And then on the other end, the Steelers' defense, that's a a solid defense across the – in all of its phases and all of its levels. And I think Baker Mayfield could struggle to pick up some of the slack because I think while the Browns' rushing attack will be good, it's definitely going to be hindered to some degree. So you're going to have to rely on Baker in some capacity – and I just trust Ben in that in that regard. So I am leaning Steelers. But if the Browns win this, honestly, they may be on track to have a special season. This may be one of the top teams in the conference at this point. So that's a it's a real big kind of I guess indicator of a game. You want to find out where both these teams are at. Uh, on the spread, real quick, the Steelers are favored by three. So again, I won't be betting it, but that's that's a pretty that's not a spread that shocks me. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So they're at home. They're saying it's a push on a neutral field, essentially. So anything else on this game? No. I think we All right. hit everything. We can move on to another game. I think, I, I mean, right now we're, I think, three for three on agreement. This one probably be no different. The Ravens visiting the Eagles. The Eagles are getting eight points. So I don't really have much on this. Uh, Christian, what do you got? I'm sure I'm not going to be surprised by who you're going with. <laughs> um, I'm going Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Philly's <laughs> going to be up against another uh, team that's going to be able to get to the quarterback. Uh, the Ravens do like to blitz a lot, and this Philly's uh, offensive line has been really struggling with keeping Carson Wentz upright. And then Carson Wentz, on the, when he's facing pressure, he's, he's not delivering the ball as accurately as he has been. And so he's that's leading to interceptions and putting this Philly team into uh, bad situations. I will say, though, uh, the Philly also has a good pass rush. 
Um, this is true. Um, Lamar Jackson has been sacked 12 times this year, which I think is tied for 20th in the league. So I think if the Eagles can create pressure on Lamar, and because you know this pass, this passing game for Baltimore really hasn't shown up this year. It's really more about this the running running game for the Ravens. So if I think if I think for Philly to win this game, I think they need to get pressure on Lamar, keep them in third and longs, and um, keep keep Lamar like having Lamar throw the ball because it seems like all he wants to throw to is his tight end Mark uh, Mark Edwards. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. Yes, exactly. So if you can get him, I mean, you know, they still have Marquise Brown who can take the top off the defense. Um, they also have Willie Sneed and uh, Miles Boykin. So they have the serviceable receivers, but it just—it's just not—it's just not really. He really is not developing that chemistry as much as I think they should have at this point. So, but I'm still going Ravens. I feel confident that this is just the better team. They're healthier. Uh, I think John John Harbaugh is just the better coach in this matchup. What do you what do you have to say, Jake? Well, it's interesting. You bring up the coaches. Both of them are from Andy Reid's coaching tree. So that's and they're both Super Bowl winning coaches from Andy Reid's coaching tree. So that's pretty a little bit of a fascinating um, uh, dynamic there. I know John Harbaugh. He was on the Eagles staff before becoming the Ravens coach. So he's kind of going back to his old home for a little uh, in a, in a way. But I'm also yeah. I said I may have said this already. I'm going Ravens. Uh, not surprising there. I don't think. Really, I think the only path the Eagles have to win is if they just get lucky that the Ravens play down to them because that defense is good in scheme, but when you overload it with actual skill players and talent, that defense on the Eagles' side of the ball is not stopping them. They're not going to be able to contend with Lamar Jackson's rollouts and running the ball and, oh, I'm not actually running it, I'm throwing it here, and now your linebacker's pulled in and can't get to this guy, and I got this guy running 20 yards down the field now. I mean, they're just going to do that all game long. And I, I kind of like the Bengals uh, – and the Ravens last week, I'm more fascinated with the Ravens defense and how they match up with the Eagles offense. Cause I expect the Ravens offense to do their thing. They're going to get 27 plus points, but I think the key difference is going to be what the Eagles do. And I think I'm predicting at least five sacks on Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah. And I'm predicting two turnovers. I'm feeling three, but that sounds a little bold. So I'll say two, an interception and a fumble from Carson Wentz. And so I got the Ravens scoring 27. I don't think the Eagles are going to be able to keep up. They may score 30-plus depending on how many times the Eagles turn the ball over. Uh, Football Outsiders has the Ravens rated as the number one team. Uh, Pro Football Focus has them rated at seven. The Eagles are 30th on Football Outsiders and 26th on Pro Football Focus, uh, just analytically overall. So, yeah, I'm going Ravens. The spread's plus eight, as I said, for the Eagles. Um, I... Don't hate that, but I'll probably stay away from it just because I like a lot of the other bets that are available this week. So, but yeah, um, I'm going Ravens as well. You ready to move on to a tank bowl? Tank bowl. Tank bowl. It is Washington traveling to the Giants. Not really a tank bowl. Both of these teams are still very much in play for that division. Um, yeah, Christian, who do you got winning this game, Washington and Giants? I know we have a little bit of a disagreement between these two teams. Uh, at the beginning of the season. Go ahead, Jake. Oh, did you want me to go first? Yeah. All right. Well, I am going Washington. Uh, I feel very strongly about this. I'm pretty sure Alex Smith is playing. If he's not, that's a little maybe changes my opinion on that. But 
you know, this game is pretty important when you look at the conditions of the NFC East. If the Giants win and the Cowboys and Eagles lose, which there's a good chance they both will, the Giants are only one and a half games out of first place at one and five. Whereas if Washington wins, they would be tied for first place at two and four, assuming the Cowboys and Eagles both lose. So I'm going Washington, though. I think Alex Smith is going to bring some new life to that offense, which means keep it above water. And as I said earlier this year, um, there are just some games. Washington's going to have a chance to make a lot of quarterbacks uncomfortable as the year goes on. This is one of those games. They are going to ruin Daniel Jones Sunday. Daniel Jones is going to have a terrible Sunday afternoon because of uh, because of this Washington defensive line so I'm going Washington I feel pretty comfortable about that it's a division game the spread is two and a half points uh I think the Giants are actually favored in it yeah that's what my notes say the Giants are favored by two and a half points I may bet Washington two and a half plus like I (sighs) that's a tempting spread even though it does break one of my rules but that's what I got on this game what do you got Christian I'm going to go Washington. Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> As you said, that defensive line, I think, is going to cause uh, a lot of problems for Daniel Jones. I think uh, if Alex Smith is playing for this team, for Washington, I think they, like you said, they'll bring new life into this offense. You know, Terry McLaurin is, is an excellent receiver. Maybe I think Alex Smith can get the ball to more uh, playmakers and – yeah, I just don't. I just, man, this this Giants team has been really disappointing this year. I thought they were a lot better. This offensive line is not great. You know, Saquon, as we know, is is out, and his defense isn't um, playing well either. So it's been the best part of this team, but yeah, it has it has had its it, moments. Yeah, it's struggle. the best part of this team. But you know, when you're on the field all the time, you're you're getting gashed. All you're getting gashed, and you're getting tired. So. Uh, yeah, Washington, Washington, baby. Yeah, I'm also going Washington. Again, I may bet on this game. I don't know. Ooh, we'll see. Really? It is a very tantalizing spread, though. <laughs> but uh, moving on to a game that may not actually take place this week. I don't know. We'll see how the news uh, pans out. But the Falcons visiting the Vikings, um, another tankable, really. These are two teams that do not have much of a shot at all to be competitive at this point in the season, it feels like, uh, with with the respective leaders in their division. The Falcons are the only team in their division that doesn't have a winning record. So, you know, tells you what that 0-5 record indicates. But they are playing their first game without head coach Dan Quinn. Raheem Morris is stepping in at the interim. And the Vikings, they got a win a couple weeks ago. And then they lost last week in a very sad nail-biter to the uh, Seahawks. So, Christian, who you got in this game? Who who you leaning towards? I'm leaning more toward the Vikings. I say that because I think they're even though they've had some bad losses, but you know they almost beat the Seahawks last week if they had you know converted that fourth and inches. I think they're as I said they're more put together. I think this defense is. I know it hasn't been it's not great, and in the stats will show that they they're not really good at stopping the run or the pass. And I will say uh, the Atlanta Todd Gurley did get going last week against the. Panthers he had over 100 yards and a touchdown but if Julio Jones isn't on isn't playing for Atlanta I, this offense really has been, really been stagnant and finding uh has been struggling to find points so mm-hmm. I'm gonna go yeah. with 
the more sta- I know it's it's I know it's kind of you know funny to say that the Vikings are more stable even though they're sitting here with uh, a one in four record, but I I just trust I'm trusting the Vikings more. I just I really have lost all faith in Atlanta this year. Well, I think you I think you hit on something. You know, even though the Vikings are only one and four versus the Falcons zero and five, there is there does feel like there's a difference between those two records. The Vikings have, even though they were they were looking really really bad at the beginning of the season, they've really corrected their course a little bit. They've had a pair of good games, even if last week didn't result in a win for them. That's still a good game. I mean, you come that close to beating Seattle, traveling on the road. You're looking at the Vikings coming here. They just fired their head coach. That's you feel really good about this. I don't know if Falcons. the Falcons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if the Falcons can be um, inspired by Raheem Morris to maybe get a victory here. Maybe like the Texans did last week. I'm going with Vikings as well. We're staying the same again. Well, I just think and... the Jags are a worse team than the Vikings. Like I don't think Saban? the Vikings. I just. Well, you were talking about the Texans, and you brought up how they beat the Vikings. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with I that. I, I think, the, yeah. Uh, the Vikings are a better team than the Jags. They have, they have a better coach, and I think they're kind of figuring out. I know I, it seems like Dalvin Cook might not be playing this week, so that's something to watch out for. But either way, uh, it was it Madison? Alexander Madison has been – is when he's been called upon – He's off- been good. Yeah, he's been good, so – I think if they can get this running game going against Atlanta, which I believe they can, uh, Kirk Cousins is going to be able to get that play action going. And Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson are really excellent receivers. So, yeah, I'm going to win Minnesota. Minnesota? Yeah, I'll also go Minnesota. I just... I also think back to week one of last year when these two teams played each other. I thought the Falcons were going to win, and the Vikings rolled the Falcons <laughs> at home. So uh, I'm going Vikings as well. Uh, but, again, this game we'll see. Hopefully the Falcons with their uh, positive test for coronavirus, hopefully things pan out and they end up playing this game and it's not having to be rescheduled. So, But moving on to the Lions visiting the Jaguars. In this game, the spread surprised me. The Jaguars are actually – underdogs in this uh, the Lions minus three and a half uh, it feels like a real toss-up to me and apparently they're saying on a neutral field the Jaguars are a touchdown worse than the Lions <laughs> Christian who do you got in this game who do you think's gonna win the battle oh, of the the bad cat teams I, I guess you can call it I don't want to pick either of these teams but I'm gonna go yes I'm gonna go Lions <laughs> I just think okay. they have more talent than Jacksonville and I think that should I know that doesn't work all the time um the talent doesn't always win but I just yeah yeah oh man I just do not <laughs> it feels like you're really going back and forth I just don't right like now. this just... game no I'm still I'm still going lines I'm trying to figure out why I think they're gonna win and <laughs> just the gut feeling right just, just the... like I just think they're just a little better just they they are just a little better I it's, at least on offense uh, uh, you know, Kenny Galladay's back. Uh, do they still have Marvin Jones? Is he still there? Yeah, Marvin yeah, Jones. Uh, TJ Hawkerson um, was their running back. Carryon Johnson, he's pretty decent. And they drafted uh, was it DeAndre Swift? He's been yeah. uh, pretty yeah. good this this year. They got guys, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they got guys on offense. It's just that defense I'm worried about. Of course. 
But um, Jacksonville has right. shown week from week to week that they can't put up a, a consistent offensive game. All right. No, that's fair. I'm so happy because I'm going Jaguars. I'm picking the Jags, and I may even bet on this game. I like the Jaguars plus three and a half. I was surprised they were getting plus three and a half. Honestly, it makes me want to check again just because I'm that surprised. I'm like, did I get this wrong? Um, it's a toss-up game. It, but it really to me, is. it feels like the Jags, you know, they're at least spunky. You know, they got they, they got they got a little bit of life. They got that spunk in them. They you got know, life, even though spunk. they got blown out by the Dolphins. Yeah, they're bad. They they're got bad, blown man. out by the I, Texans, and they, 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 they got life. They're bad. They're bad. But this, they got spunk. The Lions, they feel like they're just a dead franchise. There's this feeling of malaise with the Lions that I'm just like, this, is this even a team? So I think it could be a high-scoring game because both those defenses struggle and both those quarterbacks like to – just be a little wild out there. <laughs> so I, I think oh, it could wildly. be a pretty ex, uh, a pretty interesting and maybe even exciting game with, with I, some it could be. It solid could be. offensive <laughs> productivity. It could be like so that I, game in, like, what was it, 2012, uh, that game that nobody watched? Where yeah, I think Matt, yeah, Matthew yeah. Stafford threw a touchdown with his uh, shoulder broken. Oh, yeah, I remember that game. I think that was in his rookie year. Um, maybe not. I don't remember. But either way, I'm going Jaguars, and I don't see any obvious mismatches. As I said, could be a high-scoring game, but I'm glad we disagree on that. All right, so next game, uh, a game I don't think there will be much disagreement on, but every time we say that, we jinx something. So we'll see how this goes. The Bengals traveling to the Colts. The Colts are favored by eight points in this game. Yeah, that's, Christian, that's do the right. Do the Bengals have a chance in this game? I don't believe so. They're going up. How, how do they win? Do, is there a path for them to win? Uh, force Philip Rivers to throw interceptions. Uh, All right, yeah. St- stop this Colts running game, which hasn't been really a big strength of this team. I know Jonathan Taylor's been playing decently, but I, I think if you stop this Colts rushing attack and then put the ball in Philip Rivers' hands, he has been shown to struggle. I think I heard a stat line that when – uh, Philip Rivers this year, when he's thrown over thirty incomplete, thirty pass attempts, they're they've lost those games, and when he's under that, they've won those games. Boo! I hate those stats. Boo! <laughs> those stupid stats. I hate those stats. I'm sorry. I, I mean, it is early, but I will say, uh, I I will say that you know when 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 the Colts have asked Philip Rivers to do it. Do it. Go win this game for us. Like you can go back to that that Browns game. Uh, you put the ball, you put the ball up, and in bad spots, and you get pick sixes. But I, I just all right, all right, all right. I'll give I'll give you my thoughts after. I'll, I'm sorry. I'll say Joe Burrow. I think he's he's facing another good defense, and I think that's how I think this Colts team is going to this, especially this defense is gonna you know they're gonna come out angry like hey we should have won that game, and uh, Cincinnati has not been good against the not been good against uh, pa- uh, st- stopping pass rushes. This run game, it, one one game, it's looking good. The next game, it's looking uh, terrible. Uh, so this Bengals team is a little bit too inconsistent. I'm gonna go with uh, the Colts, who I believe are just more consistent, especially on defense. I I just think if Philip Rivers doesn't have the ball in his hands too much 
I the Colts should uh, easily roll this team, but I, I I could see some I could see some issues. All right. Well, I want to say this about that stat real quick, just because I I'm passionate. I'm a passionate man. Um, I I find those stats to be sometimes misleading, just because you know if you have a quarterback who's passing it 30 times it's probably because they're trailing and they need to come back and those are the games when you're trailing typically you lose those games if you're behind I mean there's a reason you're having to throw you're behind but and then those games where the quarterbacks don't have to throw the ball a lot there's a lot of running well it's because they probably were up in those games for the bulk of it so they don't have to actually pass the ball so I think it's uh, I think a lot of people look at those stats and kind of reverse the cause and effect from them but I digress um it's, it's like those stats that they used to always say, like, oh, well, when DeMarco Murray runs the ball 12 times, they win every time. And it's like, well, it's because if we're handing it off to DeMarco Murray, we're winning. So, uh, I poo-poo on your stat. Ha-ha. All right. But who are you picking in this game? Uncle Mike, give me strength. No, you're, I, no, you're not. I, no, you're not. You are not. I'm going Colts. I'm going. Okay, I was about to say. I'm like, I dare you to say it. Yeah, I hate to say it. The Bengals are probably going to get stomped this week. This is, I mean, they they had three points last week. I don't want to say they're going to get shut out, maybe, but if they're lucky, they'll find ten points. Maybe they'll get a good touchdown off of Philip Rivers' pick six. Philip Rivers will probably have an interception, but. It won't impact anything. I think the Colts win this probably comfortably. The spread minus eight, I'll stay away from. So, but I'm going Colts with you. Yeah, I, I think you hit a lot of it on the head. Um, if the Bengals want to win, yeah, you got to force Philip Rivers to win it for them because I think Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers, is the biggest weakness on that team at this point. <laughs> now, it's, I hate to say like he's a good weakness to have, but it's still a still something you got to watch out for. You put that ball in Philip Rivers' thirty hands thirty five times. He's going to throw a pick or two. So, no, yeah, I, I agree with you on there. Uh, you want to move on to the Bears and the Panthers? Yes. All right, who you got for that? I'm going to go with the hot hand. I'm going to go Panthers. Mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater's been playing great. Uh, they're getting solid contributions from <clears throat> Mike Davis. I believe that's his name. Is it Mike Davis? Uh, yeah, Mike, yeah. Mike Davis. They're getting solid, solid contributions from them. Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore are 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 a great duo, <clears throat> and I really didn't see much from, especially from that Thursday night game against the with uh, against the Bears who played the Bucks. I didn't see much. They were kind of like looks like Nick Foles just checking it down a lot, um, and they're kind of just he's just was just forcing it to Allen Robinson. I, they do get they did get some rest. Uh, they do even it, it was on a Thursday night game, the game that they played, I give it versus the Bucks. So maybe they open up the playbook a little bit more for Nick Foles. But I I, I like this I like this Carolina team. They're they're well coached. Um, they're pretty scrappy. You know they you're not they're not, they're not just gonna they're not gonna lay down to their competition. They're they're gonna fight. And... You know. It's this. This one is the only game I have not picked. It, on no, my th- thing. this it's, is this is a tough game. Like, this this I've gone so back and forth on it. The Panthers will not have Christian McCaffrey this week. The Panthers are also favored by a point and a half, so that's pretty interesting. Um, I don't know. It just these are two teams. They both 
it's like you don't feel like they should be where they're at, but here they are. They're here, and they're, they're playing well. And my gut's telling me I believe in the Panthers more. But I really don't. I don't think I can pick the Panthers. I'm going Bears. I think the Bears... I think the difference is I like the Bears' infrastructure more than I like the Panthers. And I think the Bears, they just... Even if it won't be pretty, even if maybe it'll look like they're playing down to their competition to some degree, that Bears defense is going to be all over that offense. I, I don't think that Panthers offense will be able to overcome it. And I think Nick Foles in that offense, especially with about a week and a half, they, they got a little extra prep time. I think they'll be able to do just enough to beat a pretty questionable Panthers defense, even though they have looked better than maybe we thought they would be this year. They've so. been solid, especially against the pass. Yeah, but I'm going Panthers. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Bears Oof, really Freudian don't slip. Have, their rushing attack has not been good. But I'm going Bears. I will lean Bears. One, I think David Montgomery is not having uh, his a, a good year. Uh, but no, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm sticking with Panthers. I th- I like uh, I like them a bit more than the Bears, even though I do like the Bears. But moving on to your game, the uh, Jets travel into the Dolphins. Um, wanna, uh, should I jinx hit- them and just say Dolphins and move on? I don't know. This is the first game. I saw this on Twitter. This is the first game Brian Flores has been favored in a game. He's favored by ten points. Yeah, um, we're playing. That's a big spread. We're playing Joe Flacco. Uh, Le'Veon Bell just got cut. This this, this Adam Gase is still the coach, head coach. He's, for now, if they for get now. blown out this week, I don't know. They may move off. Fair, and he's still calling the plays. He's still the offensive play caller for this team. Yeah, I'm going to say Dolphins. I don't want to say they roll, but I think we, we win pretty comfortably. One, one possession. I'll say we win by one possession. Look, I'm not going to bet on it because division game, it's my rule, but that 10-point spread is not ridiculous. No. Nah. It's not. I mean, you're going into Miami. The Dolphins did what they did last week. They are feeling really good about themselves. They're well. probably. Like, I mean, they're watching this Jets film going, oh, wow, yeah, okay. <laughs> where, now, where are they good at? nowhere <laughs> i mean yeah i mean i saw a thing espn i think their power ranking they had the jets the ranked the worst team in the league and it put you know it lists what their biggest weakness is and it just they just put football for their weakness. <laughs> yes i mean i mean it's bad it's it's really bad in new york right now that said on the dolphins end i really want to be optimistic about them they're gonna be 500 if they beat this team hell yeah and considering how incredibly difficult their schedule is in the in the first half of it and I mean we're six weeks through it so you're almost out of the first half I mean that schedule is going to start lightening up a little bit for them to be 500 at this point in time is fantastic I mean the Dolphins you're talking about this is now if if they can win of course and and they can kind of I think we will stay with it you're talking about a team that could be competing for a playoff spot uh, to sneak in as the sixth or seventh pick maybe uh, I think at this point, most definitely, they could be competing for a nine and seven, eight and eight winning record kind of thing. Because, I mean that that first half and that second half of those schedules, they are stark in their difference. And on the Jets end, yeah, I mean I don't. I said this team could go zero and sixteen. Looking like didn't want to commit to it because I thought that was too ridiculous. But man, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, I'm going Dolphins. All right, moving on to the premier NFC game of the week. The creme de la creme. creme. 
the Packers visiting the Bucks. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp have been waiting for this day for so long. I, I know. I mean, this is this is this is where they make their money right here. Um, yeah, I, I, Christian, I'll, I'll let you go first. Who do you got here? What what are you leaning towards? I'll give real quick. The Bucks are getting a point and a half, so they are underdogs this week. Well, Pro Football Focus have uh, have these teams. I know the Packers have been on one of their top teams, especially on offense. And the Bucks aren't, aren't too shabby, aren't too shabby on offense. So, but I will say I think this Bucks team, this Bucks defense is uh, a thousand years uh, ahead of um, the Packers defense. But I will say, since they did lose Vita Vea, I I would like Aaron Jones could maybe have a big game in in this game. That they they kind of lost a little bit for that uh, of their rush defense. So maybe with Via Vea out, they you know your linemen can get up to that second level until those excellent linebackers with Levante David and Devin White. Uh, even though so I I heard that uh, they've only played each other I think twice and they're one and one. I'm and I'm gonna go Aaron. I think Aaron Aaron get Aaron has the step on him this this week. I think the Packers are getting a bit of a break. We'll maybe we can maybe see Aaron Jones break out and have a good game. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you're leaning Packers. Though. I am leaning Packers. I, Do I, you I, think the Packers cover the point and a half spread? Oh, most definitely. You, no, this is gonna be okay. a close. This is gonna be a close game. Could be high score. Not not too high scoring. Could be like in the twenty eight twenty four range. That range could, maybe could get in the thirties. But I, I'm gonna say the Packers are are the better team overall, even though their defense is really not that good and they're really relying on that offense to put up points. But, I mean, so far they have. Aaron Rodgers has been on a tear. And uh, I know I don't think we've talked about it. We didn't talk about it last week uh, since they had a bye. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers had came out and said he was on the was it Pat McAfee show. And he's like, uh, you know, they say I'm having a, a down uh, – career and it's like my down year yeah down year my down years are some quarterbacks uh you know high like it's their their uh highest year that's their best year and i was just like damn that's so true because i remember one time we were talking uh, a few years ago when i think aaron Rodgers had hurt his hurt his knee or something like in week one against the bears and he was kind of playing on a bum leg and i'm like and i remember i was talking to you and you were like i'm like Aaron Rodgers threw for 25 touchdowns and two interceptions. You're like, yeah, that's an Aaron Rodgers stat line. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, but, I mean, people people are disappointed when he doesn't. Yeah, when he's he only throw 25 touchdowns. It's, it, he, he throws the ball away too much. It's like, guys, y'all are yeah, – if, if this is what we're getting on Aaron Rodgers about, like – We just got I'm spoiled. Sorry. We're just spoiled. It's like, why are you not throwing 42 touchdowns anymore? It's like – yeah, yeah. Why aren't you going forty-five and six like you did in twenty eleven? It's like, well, that's, that's the reason it's only happened like a couple, a handful of times <laughs> in the league's history. Uh, I'm also leaning Packers. Packers. Uh, the Bucks, the Bucks get a little bit of extra prep time with their with them having played Thursday night football. They get ten days, but yeah, the Packers are coming off of a bye week, so they get that extra extra prep time. That extra. I, I just. Extra. I, I think the Packers are the better team, uh, but if the Bucks are legitimate up front, they should be able to push around the Packers. Really, I think this is one of those games, you know, we're going to get to the end of the season. The Packers are going to be 12-4, and 13-3, and, 
and the Bucks are gonna be ten and six, and this is gonna be one of those games that made that difference. Um, the Bucks are gonna probably lose here, be three and three. It feels like they'll be right on track though for a ten and six record, the way their schedule uh, shapes out, and they have to play the Falcons two more times still. So, you think that'll probably be wins for them in that regard? But I am leaning Packers. I just I think the Packers really are a contender. I think. Yeah, I, I, I think I, they're I, one of the I two or three best teams in the conference. Year, but they, yeah. they really haven't. They, well, I think what's really helped them is their biggest weakness is when somebody's got dominant offensive and defensive line playing can just push them around in the trenches. That's how you beat this team. And that has not – there's not a team in the NFC that has risen and, and played that style of football like the 49ers did last year. So because of that, the Packers – they're in contention on on those issues with any other team in the conference, honestly. I mean, the Bucks again, maybe one of those couple of teams that's better than them, but it's like, are you better enough to to weigh out all the other factors? I don't think so. So I'm going Bucks. I may even bet. Oh, you're uh, on Bucks? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm betting. I was reading the Bucks. I'm sorry. I'm betting Packers, and I'm betting them to cover the one and a half point spread. So yeah, I'm going Packers. Whew. All right, I was but um. Hold you to it, Jake. I feel a little bad saying what I said, that being the game of the week for the NFC, because we got the Rams and the 49ers on Sunday night football. I, I wish and the 49ers were healthier. I'm going Rams just yeah, off the bat. I'm going Rams as well. But it was a tough one. Uh, I think the 49ers, they're playing at home. And, I mean, they're the 49ers, man. They got embarrassed last week. I'm sure <laughs> Kyle Shanahan is livid. He's going to whoop some ass in those practices this week. And they still have Jimmy Garoppolo. He's coming back for his second game, and they do not lose very much with Jimmy Garoppolo starts games. So, it's a tough one, but I am leaning Rams. But boy, if the 49ers win, that throws this whole division into just chaos. Because <laughs> that will push the Rams back to 4-2, and two, and the 49ers will be, what, 3-2? Three 3-3. and two? Three and 3-3, three. Three and, three and the... Uh, Cardinals are three and two, and the Seahawks are five and zero, oh, so they're alone away. But yeah, if the if the Forty ers beat the Rams, that really can throw into flux those other three teams below Seattle. So interesting game, very important game for this for this division. I'm glad we're starting to see these division games for the NFC West happen because God, those are just four really fun teams um, to talk about. So, did you have anything else you wanted to add on this? I know you said you were going Rams. No. I expect a pretty close game, though. And I, I also expect I, a close I game. I could see the 49ers pulling it out. I think uh, the biggest factor for, like, Jared Goff, right, is, well, is Jared Goff going to be under pressure by the 49ers? I think Sean McVay and Jared Goff have gotten to the point where that system and that scheme, they're able to really avoid those kind of uncomfortable situations, right? So I'm going I'm going Rams. Um I think they'll overcome the 49ers injuries and it's going to be really bizarre to see the 49ers at two and four, but that is pretty much what is at stake here. Yeah, I mean, it was, they just got hit with an unfortunate, unfortunate injury bug. Very true. God, you know, what if I just changed it right now? What if I just switched it around and went 49ers instead of Rams? You can do it. I mean, I'm not holding you to what that. What if I pick. did it? You can. What if I did you can it? Do it right now, Jake. Well, mm, put some mm. do on it, Jake. I'll go 49ers. Oh! I'm switching it up. Oh! I'm switching it up. I'm going 49ers. This I man's just, crazy. 
He cries. I just he... cannot see the like. This feels like that kind of game where we're like, obviously the Rams are gonna win, and we look up at the 49ers <laughs> are up by two possessions in the fourth, and it's like, well, the Rams are in this, but holy shit, the 49ers are are here. They're good. So I'm going 49ers. It's just my gut. I can't. I can't escape it. My gut's just screaming it. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm gonna stick with the Rams. I'm gonna stick with the no, Rams. No, yeah, it's just I I almost went the Rams, but yeah, I'm going you, for you did. I'm changing it up. <laughs> uh, well, I did this again. I did this with the Eagles against the Rams in Week Two. I was like, you know, I just I just think the Eagles are gonna put it together. The Rams, I'm not sure. And then the Rams just rolled them, and it's like, why did I? Then why I, on earth? I picked. Did I think that was gonna happen? I picked the Rams that game, I believe. Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah. I'm just... So same situation, probably. I'm just out thinking the room and. The room's going to win as it always does. <laughs> so, uh, but moving on to our slate of Monday night games, we got a double header on Monday night. Double right header. Here. We got the Chiefs visiting the Bills. It should have been the Thursday night game this week, but it was moved because of um, some scheduling, you know, issues with the other teams in the coronavirus. So, uh, Christian, who you got here, the Bills uh, or the Chiefs? I'm going to go Chiefs. I will say though, for the Bills, you know they did get punched in the mouth this past this past Tuesday, um, so it's just gonna be a real test to for this Buffalo team to see like who they gotta they gotta dig deep and find out who they really are this game. Because Kansas City, they they, they got monsters over there. Man, I really am starting to be sus of the Bills. Uh, I think the Bills are sus. I'm saying it. I sus. think they're sus. Mm-hmm. I. I really jumped on their bandwagon after I thought they proved me wrong, but man, they look really not good against some of these pretty good teams, yeah, even they, though they, they did came out beat them flat. off more often than not up to this point. It's still like, I, I mean, I think the Chiefs, I would have picked the Chiefs anyway, even if the Bills had taken care of business the way I thought they should have against the Titans. I'm still uh, leaning the Chiefs, but I don't know, man. I'm, I'm real, I'm real suspicious of the Bills. I think this could be a little bit of a bigger margin than originally anticipated. I think that this is, gonna, as I said, this could, this is going to be telling for the Buffalo, for the Buffalo team. Yeah. If and I mean they have a great coaching staff, so you think they if if they can if there's correct, a coach, yeah, yeah, they're one of those teams that can bounce back after they get kind of embarrassed. So, but yeah, I'm going Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will win, and I think. We're going to continue to question the Bills a little bit. We're going to start asking what's wrong with them. You know, two straight losses to really quality AFC teams. Mm, I don't know. Chiefs are getting, uh, or the Chiefs are favored by four points. I may bet the Chiefs on that. Uh, I think they'll win by more than four, possibly. So, but I'll probably stay away from it because it's a Monday night game. But I don't hate betting the Chiefs minus four there. So. You ready to move on to our last game of the week? The Cardinals visiting the Cowboys? <laughs> yeah, we can the, talk about that, yeah. The Cardinals are favored by a point and a half. Uh, traveling to Dallas, this is going to cap off their three-week stretch of traveling. Uh, Christian, who do you got here? You think the uh, Cowboys can upset the Cardinals with their backup quarterback? <laughs> Man, it, it, tough break for Arizona. They did lose Chandler, Chandler Jones for the year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh man, with that being t- all that though, I still I still don't like this Cowboys team. This defense is just garbage. And yeah, Andy Dalton, the best quarter, the best backup in the league, whatever. Uh, I mean, he's he, not backup no more. Not the backup no more. And I mean, look, he has he has people to throw to. He got a back that he can just hand the ball off to. 
I'm still I'm going Cardinals. I think they're gonna they're gonna struggle with uh I don't really think they've faced a lot of mobile QBs so far this year. I can't I can't off the top remember Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. They played this they played Seattle this year already? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're talking about are you talking about the Cardinals or the Cowboys? Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys have played really mo- any mobile quarterbacks. Yeah, they played the Seahawks. They lost to the Seahawks. They did. Okay. Mm-hmm. 31-38. Well, uh, that well, you know, as I said, I think that point still stands. I think Kyler they're going to have trouble trying to keep Kyler in the pocket. Um, they're going to have trouble uh <laughs> handling uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I think Kenny and Drake could also have a big game because they really haven't shown to be able to stop the run or pass. So yeah, I don't think this is gonna this is gonna be a roll by the Cardinals. I I I still think this team still has firepower, even though they're weaker for, <laughs> with Andy Dalton at the helm. But nah, I I I still like the Cardinals. I think that this probably gonna be another high scoring game for the Cowboys. Um, who are you picking, though? Who who you think I'm picking, huh? Who you think I'm picking? You picking Cowboys? <gasps> no, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> no faith. I'm picking. I cannot, in good faith, pick the Cowboys this week. They're down a quarterback, and the only thing they did well was pass the ball before he got hurt. So <laughs> I'm not to say Andy Dalton's bad, but you're not gonna be. Like, you do one thing well, you're not doing that thing as well without Dak. So. I just maybe the they can get the ball, uh, you know, run the ball to get the ball on the ground going. Uh, maybe they there's their path to victory. I hope Zeke balls out and Chandler Jones being out, as you said, maybe helps in that venture. But I think the Cardinals are going to get halfway through the second quarter and realize, oh wow, we can literally do anything we <laughs> want to to this defense, and it it'll work. So. If Dallas can establish the run, they can maybe have a chance to win it at the end. And I don't distrust Andy Dalton in those situations, but I know I feel it feels like the the knee jerk as a Cowboys fan is to say, "Well, Andy Dalton's never had this kind of talent in Dallas," and it's like, what? I mean, <laughs> he has some good. He has some, is, he has some solid teams. Yeah, I mean, but it's not like Dallas is just such a good team around him. He's got a lot of good weapons, sure, but that offensive line is sus. That I mean, you know, it's he's in a new system. He's not been in a Mike, Mike McCarthy system, so I and Mike I McCarthy's just, been been kind. He's been sus this year. Yeah, I mean, Mike. Yeah, Mike McCarthy has not had. He's had a few bad games coaching. So I actually think the Cardinals will probably win by two possessions. Um, I I think I hope the Cowboys can keep it close. But even if they keep it close, I still don't think they're going to be able to get a win at the end of the game. Let alone if they're down by two possessions, like I think they will be. So I'm going Cardinals. And if it weren't against my Cowboys, I would bet them to cover the one and a half point uh, spread. So yeah, those are, those are the picks. Uh, That's it. All right. I think we picked different on three games. So that's pretty cool. Three games, yeah. The Lions and the Jaguars, we picked different on the Bears and the Panthers, and we picked different on the Rams and the 49ers. So, all right. Well, there is your week six picks. We'll, uh, I guess, be back after the weekend to break down the action and see how we shook out. So, you got anything else you wanted to 
tell the people going into week six, Christian? No, I would like to ask you a question, though. Um, yeah, go ahead. So, uh, Le'Veon Bell, as we know, is on the market. Uh, All right, yeah. But who do you think Le'Veon should go to, Jake? Across the whole league? Yeah, who do you think I really should go to, Jake? I really don't know, like... May, the Patriots wouldn't probably be a bad place Oh, yeah, I think also the up. Patriots were on there. The Patriots, I mean, they just, the way they, that just, you know, let another player wash up on shore, rejected, nobody wants me, and the Patriots go, don't worry, oh, okay. we'll find a role. Uh, for, I mean, the it, top three teams, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, the top ahead. three teams are the Dolphins, Bills, and Jets. Do you the see Jets? Uh, sorry, Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, Le- Le'Veon, you won't, won't come I, back? I was, thinking, <laughs> I was thinking about the Bills, too. I think the Bills wouldn't be a they do bad need, place. They need, their running game has uh, not been they, good. Even, I like yeah. Devin, Devin Singletary, but I, he hasn't been playing well this season. They really, yeah, got a running back by committee type thing going there, I guess, at this point. I, I don't hate that. I, I would be livid if he went to the Chiefs that just is a stupid <laughs> signing by the Chiefs like there's they have no need for Le'Veon Bell in any sense of the word on that <laughs> team there's no reason for that so I, I would be pretty irritated if that happens that just feels like the the Chiefs just trying to stack players for no reason other than to be like look at all these players we got like it's just, <laughs> just, just stupid. <laughs> like the Warriors so, like hey we'll, we'll sign you yeah I just like you don't need Le'Veon Bell why would you do that like you're just getting him because you can't like, there's no reason for it. So, uh, I don't know where else. Maybe the Eagles, but Miles Sanders isn't terrible. Washington? Like, I'm thinking NFC East, I guess, at that point. Maybe the Jet, maybe the Giants, you know, he stays in New York. They need a running back with Saquon being out. Um, I'm just going through the teams. The Saints, the Bucks, no. The Falcons, maybe, but they got Todd Gurley. The maybe Panthers, maybe the... To supplement Christian McCaffrey while he's out, but he looks like he's getting close, so maybe that would. So you got to think culture too. Le'Veon Bell, yeah. kind of has been a bit of a bit of a diva. <laughs> maybe the Seahawks. I don't. No, I don't think you want to bring Le'Veon Bell into that locker room. But Pete Carroll's such a, a player-friendly coach, and Russell Wilson. Like you think that that's got an like an established like culture. Well, I, mean, I, I think the, the decision with Le'Veon, do you want to win or do you want money? I think Le'Veon would just be happy to get on a team, honestly. I would want to win, so uh, I, I I try to bandwagon on to those teams that are up there. I think yeah. the Bills would, Yeah, if he can get with the Bills, that would be awesome That'd be him. really good. I think um, – I was thinking the Bears, that popped in, it popped mm, in my mind. That wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be bad. The Dolphins, yeah, I mean, we could, but I think we like Miles Gaskin, and we did bring in Matt Breida and Jordan Howard, so I don't know why. why uh, <clears throat> I don't think we should just add to that um, that running back room, just add more bodies, I guess, but nah, I don't, I don't think we should. Yeah, nothing really to gain there. So, well, All right. Yeah, I guess, I guess if I had to pick, my money feels like he'll go to the Bills. Bills. I think that'd be a good spot. I think they could use him, use him there. So... That just feels like the best option, I guess, at this point. Uh, but all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to sign off if you are. Yeah, yeah, we can. All right, kept it under an hour. That's real good. So, All right, everybody, take it easy. Have a good week. Yeah. Or weekend, I should say. All right, see you.